Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario. I have my whiskey poured. Do you? Yeah. So, Mario, good to, good to hear from you, bro. Omar, good to hear from you, brother. Hey, man. Um, shit, so... First of all, welcome to the podcast, Whiskey Talk with Mario. I know you've heard a few episodes already. And um, yeah, and I just want to kind of tell the people who you are. Um, I met Omar in high school back in, what was it, like 2000, what, five? Yeah, five, oh, five. Around 2005. So I've known him since 2005. We met it at uh, Jeff, or Thomas Jefferson High School in South Central. LA. Yeah. Uh a lot of crazy stories, a lot of a lot of funny moments, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> craziness that <laughs> happened back in those days. So we'll get into that. But um introduce yourself, man. Tell my audience what's up, you know, uh where you're about. And uh yeah, let them know. Yeah, for sure, Mario. Well, thank you first and foremost. I, I want to appreciate you for having me in your podcast, and uh it's an honor for me. Um, good, like just in general, it's good to hear from you. Uh, well, I'm Omar and, uh, I'm from California and I have three kids, got, you know, got the whole family going and, um, I'm a family person. Um, I own a window cleaning business. I lived in LA. I lived in California, a few cities of California. And, um, right now just doing my window cleaning business, um, um, and that's what I got my focus on doing MMA. I do MMA, um, and uh, yeah, I work out, get fitness. Fitness is everything for me, and that's what I got going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back into the past a little bit. Oh yeah. Because um, yeah. <laughs> I talked about it on episode one of my podcast, but yeah. you are. Not only a witness, you were there with me. We went through a lot of these things together, a lot of these funny moments, some crazy moments. <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, <laughs> but um, okay. So we met back in 2005 in, in uh, high school. Do you remember? Can you tell us a little bit uh, with your own words about uh, the party cruise? Oh yeah, damn. I mean, man, where do I start? We used to party. Uh, we used to get uh, go to parties, get to party crews, and we used to uh, gather up. It was pretty wild. Uh, we all had our own. We had our own team, our own squad, and I remember pitching in, and uh, we would all pitch in, and we had somebody in charge of the of the party crew that would take care of everything, and they'll make sure they get the flyers going and get the locations going and if anybody knows anywhere we can host let's make it happen make sure we get the approval from the neighborhood and uh and uh we're good to go you know um it was it was like damn we got to know somebody to to be able to throw the party you know those parties were good, man. Uh, <laughs> good times, good times. I, I so for for those of you guys, those of you who don't know what the party crew is, or if you never grew up around L.A., the L.A. scene, 
party crew or flyer parties as we glee uh parties where a lot of underage high school kids gather up and they call them flyer parties because back in the days we used to print out hundreds and hundreds of flyers and we used to pass them around and every party crew would have their own they would host their own party so um our party crew i don't know if if i should say the name i mean it doesn't really matter at this point it doesn't exist right Um, yeah i mean so our party crew was ghetto soldiers and well we there there was a bunch of different party crews there was finest fellas uh, i don't know if you remember some of them yeah um I, f- I forgot the names of them, honestly, but there was a bunch of party crews. Yep. Uh, do you remember a few names of them? Yeah, actually, um, I know for sure. Uh, <laughs> there was another one, Local Style. Um, local Style. <laughs> yeah. It, so, it, a, you know, so you had all these party crews, and each one would uh, throw a party on the weekends. Yeah. After the week, you would hustle, make the parties, and prepare everything, everything that there was for to to have the party. We're talking alcohol. We're talking drinks, snacks. Uh, one big thing that was uh, a huge deal back in those days. I don't know if you remember, but the NOS balloons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just kids wilding out. That's that's really what yeah. flyer parties were about. Um, you know, obviously, uh, looking back on those days, you know. Uh, there were fun times, but also times in which we ran across a little bit of danger. Uh, you know, so can you uh, if you have any any memories of some of those party, you know, a story that you can share with us? Oh man, I got plenty. Uh, I got many stories. I still recall. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, Man, I remember I used to even go pass out. Uh, I remember passing out flyer parties for ghetto soldiers. Um, I used to go to HP, Huntington Park, and I used to walk around. And then uh, on Pacific, and I used to just pass out. Man, I used to take the bus over there and then just walk around. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm putting in. Bro, work. you were a soldier for real, bro. You were out there putting in work. Bro, I was only what sixteen, I think, or yeah, around seven, sixteen. Damn, and, that's uh, commitment. Bro, I was a hey, bro. Hey, I used to walk around, be like, here, 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 you know, pass out the flyers. Then I was the party, South Central, South Central, come through, come through, by myself, bro. And you know, it's dangerous, man, because you know we we still in LA, like it's outside of South Central, but it's still LA, and we right. don't know where. We- we don't know what we can ran into, you know, but we were out there, mm-hmm. man. We we just wanted to have fun. It was a, it was it's just good times, you know. It was not with bad intentions. It was just having fun, you know. High school kids just wanting to have fun, get out of the, just distract. It's a it, for me at well, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. It's part of a distraction. So for me, passing up flyers was like, yeah, we're gonna go party, meet up, and. Man, good times. Yes, NOS tanks. People come up with, everybody had their own NOS tank, and um, we would show up. And I remember I used to be one of the ones that used to um, dance. Uh, yeah. You're one of the dancers? <laughs> yeah, I was one of the dancers, bro. I want to say, yeah, I actually, I remember doing this dance party, bro. At a, at a well, didn't we have party. dance, uh, didn't they have dance battles? I just remember that. 
Yep, we did. And I actually, I did one with another party crew and I won one, one of the comp- the dance ones. And oh, I remember getting like 20, 20 NOS balloons, bro. And I was just giving them away like here. You won 20 NOS balloons? Yeah, like 20 of them. Holy bro. shit. I, I, pass, I passed them out to the whole party crew. I'm like, go ahead, go get yourself some. Boom, boom, boom. For you guys who don't know what a NOS balloon is, so we used to have these tanks. Uh, you know, now it's the shit that you put in your car so it can go faster. We used to fill those tanks up and we used to fill up balloons and pass them around and get high off of that. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, you know, that's the yeah. thing that, that we did, you know, uh, back then yeah. it was, it was very popular to do that and, you know, getting high off, uh, inhalants. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, it, it's so. a trick. <laughs> yeah man i saw so many people pass out like i remember i saw this this chubby dude one time like he hit a big ass nos balloon he lost consciousness and he fell back and hit his head and and his homies are like oh shit fool like you know it was, it was chaotic man yeah Bro. it was crazy because uh all i remember what i do remember is when i used to hit the nos um uh you know we would always look out for each other have one or another um, stand right next to us because we knew that after like the second balloon, um, they would just be like, "Whoa, those out!" And then I was very fortunate that it didn't happen to me, at least that I remember. But yeah, yeah I remember, like you said, you seen a few fall down. All you hear is, "Ah!" You just oh. hear, like, hear drop. Man. Oh shit! You know. So I I'm gonna share a story uh, that I remember. Uh, I, you were at this flyer party, you were at this party, but I, I don't think we, uh, I think you ran out from, <laughs> from a different direction. So there was this one time we threw a party, all the, all the big names over there, ghetto soldiers, finest fellas, you know, uh, all, all of them. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm dancing with this girl now at flyer parties, we would put on the flyer, no gang affiliation, no gang attire, right? We didn't want any right. gangsters to go there because it would start problems. And, so we mm-hmm. wanted to have fun. That's so anyways, right. this group of bloods, they try to get into the uh, party and whoever's was, he, whoever was doing security at the front, they told them no gang affiliated. Yeah. Right. So, so these guys got upset because they were like, what the fuck? Why are you denying us entry? You know, we're just trying to go in there. So the yeah. guy was like at the front gate. He was like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm gang affiliated." So these guys, these bloods that that got rejected, they came back and shot up the party. <laughs> and and you were there, bro. I don't know if you remember this day, but uh, you. So here, okay. I was dancing with this chick that I, I had just met there. Um, we were dancing to reggaeton, you know, like that's what yeah. we used to do. Mm-hmm. And I was a little tipsy. She was tipsy, and we he, all we hear is gunshots. Bah, bah. Somebody yeah. from our crew had a gun, so they fought. They fired back. All right. Yeah. So it was a whole ass shootout, bro. And and there's there's fucking gunshots going off. Yeah. And and I'm I'm dancing with this girl. This girl tried to run, and I held her, and I was like, wait, wait. Remember the chirps back in the day? The the boost yeah. mobile. Yeah. So <laughs> this girl's trying to run away. I'm like, wait, 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 come back, come back. She's like, she's like, oh, they're shooting. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, put your code in the phone real quick so I can so I can hit you up tomorrow. 
And bro, she's over here trying to figure out the code. Like she's trying to, she put yeah. the code on my phone. And then I was like, all right, then we made out. And then I let her go. I was like, all right, all right. See, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. She's like, yeah. okay. Fucking runs away. So um, I fucking got the code and I was like, hell yeah. You know, like back then you didn't get the number. You got the code. You got the chirp code. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I remember that night, like I, I, I was happy as fuck. I left. I realized I didn't save it. So it was gone oh. forever. <laughs> that was it that was it bro hey. bro <laughs> i was so mad i was like i was trying to remember the numbers in my head bro you you know how many digits the fucking chirp shit was like i was never yeah. gonna remember it, but yeah, yeah. Yep. but yeah man that was that was a funny story that i remember from the deep do you have any like memories I'm, like that i remember I, I if i if i'm correct bro you were there too uh when that shooting i want to say it was the same shooting it happened i want to say it was that day too that you're talking about uh, we had went, and actually, if I'm correct, bro, uh, it was, I don't know if you remember, it was this guy from Ghetto Solars, they used to call him Sticks. I want to say it yeah. was his house. I want to say it was at his house, and um, it was his grandma's, and uh, we had we had hosted there, right? So, right. So, from my understanding, if I'm correct, is the one that you're talking about. I was there, too. However, I was in the front. And um, I, I was I was just like, you know, I'm like I'm trying to catch up with well, where's the GS, where's the ghetto soldiers at, right? So I see some over there in the back, and I'm just trying to get with the fellas, right? And mm-hmm. um, next thing you know, man, I hear somebody, oh, he got a gun, he got a gun, and all you hear is shots, pow, 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 and I'm like, oh shit! So as soon as that happened, bro, um, I I wasn't even there for like. 20 minutes, bro. As soon as that happened, bro, I went to the back. Everybody tried to jump, and I had a white tee. I had my LA hat, and I uh-huh. remember these fans, bro, and I had Bob Wire. You know that? that, that oh, I remember that day. That was a different day. That was another one. Oh, well, there you go. That's the one, bro. I remember everybody tried to get up, bro. I'm pushing people up to help them, and as I jump, bro, I look at my shirt. It was it was it was not good, right? My my white LA hat, my my favorite one was gone, like it was done, like, and I jumped to the other side, bro, and I and the people were looking at me like, what the fuck, right? Like what what's going on, right? And right. Um, and bro, I didn't I didn't have a drive, I didn't have a ride home, bro. I gotta remember, you know, I was only what, 16, 16 yeah. and a half. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a high school kid, man, and um, and I I ended up um. I, I seen some girls, bro, in the car, like, like, I, I just wanted to get out, I just hear cops, bro, and I told the girl, I told one of the girls, hey, and I went up, bro, and I said, hey, can, can you please, like, I, I said it genuinely, bro, like, can you, please, <laughs> you please? can you please, like, can you please give me a ride home, they're like, where you stay at, I was like, I stay over there, I'm burning in Compton, by La Carreta, and they're like, oh, <laughs> by La Carreta, they're like, that's far out, and I'm like, Oh man, I said, I said, look, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you gas money. I remember I even threw a big number. For me, it was like a big number, right? I was like, I have money, but I didn't bring it. I have it at my at the house. They're like, and the, one of them was like, nah. The other one was like, yeah. So they're like, all right, I will take you, bro. I was like, I was very thankful the whole way. And then when mm-hmm. I got off the car, she's like, I even told them, don't think that I'm, I'm gonna run away, like. I'll be back with you with the money. Like I'm very grateful, 
And so I went and got the money, bro, gave her like, I think 20 or whatever, right? Like 20-ish. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I gave her the money, bro, and I said, thank you. And, um, yeah, bro, that, that shooting, bro, it was quick, bro. They surrounded that place quick. I mean, it's that South Central, you know? I mean, yeah, it is what it is, bro. You know, like, it's normal. Omar, real quick, um, is are you far away from the phone? Um, no. Okay, it sounds a little low, so I just want right. to make sure. That... How about now? Better. Better? Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think I remember that day, and I know exactly what happened to me that same exact day. Uh, when the shooting started, because I remember you and I were at the same party. We talked about it like the next day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was at the front, you know, the gate, you know, like the front gate. Yeah. I was trying to leave already because I wasn't having fun, and I, my girlfriend at the time, she had hit me up and she was like, "Hey, do you want to come hang out?" And I was like, "Fuck it." I was like, for some reason that that night it felt off to me. I didn't feel good there. So I was like, I want to go home already. And my girl had called me. And she was like, hey, you know, let's hang out. I was like, cool, cool. And uh, I went to the front gate. It was it was hard to get out because there was a, a huge fucking gathering at the front. People trying to get out. People trying to get in. Mm -hmm. They're fucked, right? So yeah. I was there when they started shooting initially. Um, there was a problem with the guy at the front. And somebody trying to get in. Uh, one of the guys that was trying to get in, he pulled out a gun. When I saw that gun, bro, I kid you not, I didn't give a fuck about nobody, bro. I pushed everybody out of the fucking way. And before he even started shooting, bro, I pushed everybody out of the fucking way and rushed out of that fucking gate. And as I, as I left, all I hear behind me is pop, 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 the fucking shooting. So I was like, I am out of here, bro. Like, fuck this. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, bro, I remember because that day when you jumped over, you told me the next day about I remember the white tee that you told me about. I remember the hat. Like, I remember all of that, bro. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah that, shit, that shit went, yeah, that shit got out of hand, man. It, it did. It did. Um, you know, it, it's just. You know, there was good times. That, that was, I think, that was one of the wildest ones. Um, from you know, just in general, going to flyer parties. I mean, there's there's some there's some stories when shit we we were uh, it, it was it was just some stories, bro. Like we we were all in the van. We was all packed up, and then we, nobody had a ride. I remember some guy named Brian. Um, we, we, they had to drop off some people like a few blocks down so they would drop us off in a certain block and then drop mm -hmm. them off so that way there's space for everybody and yeah. then we would be we, bro we would be like hiding in between two cars in a neighborhood we don't yeah. even know what neighborhood we're in bro and we're just sitting there and then I remember telling Brian hey bro like if something happens bro like I got your back you got my back and mm -hmm. we just trying to stay low key like just trying not to be seen because we don't know what neighborhood we're in and um, and I remember we just see a van, and as soon as we see the van, bro, it was like joy to us, man. Like, yeah, we're gonna get in the van, let's go, you know, like, cause there's always somebody patrolling the right. areas, and um, 
and but uh it's just some crazy ones you know just in general was that was i with you when i think that i was with you one time i want to say i was with you bro um did you and i get chased by playboys no i could have sworn it was with you bro no no Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Damn, I could have sworn it was with you, bro. But okay, uh, maybe it's somebody. Maybe it's somebody else from Ghetto Soldiers. But yeah, I remember there was a time when I got I got chased, man. Like uh, a couple of ball headed dudes in a black SUV. Um, you know they 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 asked, "Where are you fools from?" You know, like the same old shit. <laughs> we're like, we're like, no, we're homie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, it's a big fucking Playboys, homie. Orale, homes. And then they're like, Orale, homes. And then they're like, in my hood. And all, next thing you know, like, we take off running, bro, whoever me and that other person were. And they chased us. And I forgot, bro. I forgot who it was. I could have sworn it was you, bro. But I guess yeah, it wasn't. No, no, no. no. It, it wasn't me. Very Do you remember the. Do you remember the time uh, another flyer party? Uh, I, do you remember D'Angelo? Yeah, bro. Yeah. So he he this motherfucker pulled out a bat because there was there was uh, two game members, uh, one from I don't know how they even snuck in, but it was one from thirty eight, and I yeah. forgot where the other guy was from, and they started going at it, and D'Angelo went to his car and pulled out a bat. Yeah. From his trunk, he was like, "You motherfuckers are gonna stop right now." So he goes back in with a bat, and then all shit breaks loose, bro. Shit starts getting crazy, and uh, all I remember is the helicopter surrounding the house, and um, they told me to go hide the nos tanks. So I, I had, I was holding two nos tanks, one in each hand. No, 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 no. I'm tripping. It was one nos tank, but that shit was heavy as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm running. With the NOS tank trying to trying to make it to a car so I can hide it in the trunk. Yeah. And and all of a sudden all I all I remember is this big ass light. The helicopter was right on me, bro. The the spotlight. Yeah. They were lighting me up with it, bro. And I was running around with the fucking NOS tank trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah. Like uh I don't know if you remember. You were there that night. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I don't, I don't, not, not that one. I, I do remember, uh, man, I remember, because we used to go to a lot of flyer parties, bro. A lot of them. A lot of yeah. them. I do remember, I do remember um, hiding with, with two NOS tanks on the alley. We, we, we put, we put um like that, like the bushes and all that, that were on the floor. Like we yeah. put all that stuff on top of it so they don't take the NOS tanks. And we were right there laying down. It was I can't recall who I was with, bro. But the 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 cops came and confiscated like the whole thing. Like they threw away everything. Yeah. And you know we were just right there, bro. Like just making sure that the NOS tanks nobody takes them after, you know. And but I know those those tanks are heavy, bro. Like they. Bro, they're fucking heavy, bro. (laughs) Running around with that shit is not easy. (laughs) It's crazy, bro. Like and those were the money makers too. Those were the money man, but you out of one NOS tank, you made so much money because the party crews they would throw the money, but they needed I mean the yeah. parties, but they needed to make that money back that they spent, you yeah. know. So they would make that and a profit, you know, with the NOS tanks and and the funny thing is I never saw a dollar of that, bro. It all went to the to the main head, you know? Yep. 
Like, <laughs> I never saw a fucking dollar of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy because um I, I remember like we would always pitch in and every meeting, bro, we will meet up and then, you know, pitch in whatever we can, five and I mean it, it we were I think it was a I wanna say it was a large quality of number. Um Yeah. Uh, you know, and and you know, it all adds up. It all adds up, you know, and yeah. my and that's why for me I would go pass out flyers because for me it was like well I'm passing out we're gonna get people in that's entrance people when they go in we charge five dollars um yeah you know that you know and that adds up like that's me putting in work and I bro when I used to go pass out flyers I used to be like man it's gonna be cracking man right. like you know we're gonna have all these party crews and, and we we were hosting we were invited and and we used to invite big party crews like the very well known at that time, so for us, mm -hmm. it was big, bro, you know? Like, it was big. It was all about status, bro, because I remember before the yeah. party crew scene and all that shit, a little, uh, like, crew, like a little writing crew, you know, mm -hmm. tagging crew. Yeah, yeah. And started to kind of, kind of like, not, I wasn't, like, super popular in high school, but... You know, that's when I started to like make more friends and like be known, you know. Yeah. Yeah. With the groups around school. But when I got into the party crew, bro, that's when shit got real for me. Like that's when I really started to to get to know everybody that was, you know, yeah. that was fucking popular, like all the all the fucking cool kids. Mm -hmm. Like it was more of a honestly. Yeah. Um you know, um, do you do you remember how you met me? I, I remember. I I remember I met you like the first time I ever talked to you. Yeah. It was at the gym. It was in front of the gym. You used to okay. hang out there at lunchtime. Um, I remember. Uh, I forgot who I met you through. It was through another friend, but uh we used to hang out right there you used to hang out right there at the front of the gym at the gymnasium yeah well i'll tell you what bro i remember this i remember from there that's how we started linking up and that's and then we got into the party crew um right. like shortly after and i remember you telling mm -hmm. me that you had just got out like you were just removing yourself from just old habits and that you were right. wanting to open up more you know like you were out of it bro out, out of the old habits making new ones right. which is partying right like you know just right. meeting new people more meeting new people more 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 of that but uh, i remember bro it was, it was why i still remember like if it was yesterday bro i had just started going to that school right uh -huh. i had just moved out there bro i went to that school i haven't been there too long and then I'm waiting in class, and and you're standing right there, and I we ended up I ended up talking to you, bro. I look at you, bro. I'm like, damn, this Vato right here, he's all fucking LA, for always matching, bro. You always had you always had them them hats, right? And I'm like, damn, this fool this was looking at me, you know. All right, cool, we talking. Next thing you know, some fool named Brian. I'm sure you remember him. Brian showed up, and he was in our class. Oh, lucky. Yeah, lucky, bro. And he's like, lucky. where you from? He's like, where you from? And then you told him, hey, bro, chill. He don't, he's cool. Like, he's cool. And, uh, bro, I really thought Lucky was going to 
lucky was gonna you know get down with me take flight on me bro like you know uh-huh. I gotta, like for me it was like damn man i don't want no problems man like i'm here to do good you know like i came to this school right. to do good, but there's nothing i can do because going to a school like that you got no choice man like right. you're gonna get hit up like if you get hit up you're gonna get hit up and you know it's, it's either one or the other you know and um and that's where the ego kicks in, you know, like it can kick in right away. You know, hey, I'm not going to let you punk me like that. But I thought it was cool, bro. I always remember that, man. I appreciate you, man, because uh, honestly, I felt very, <laughs> I felt very violated, violated, disrespected by, uh-huh. by Lucky, bro. He hit me up like, bro, I'm just standing here, man. Like, well, what am I doing to you, man? And, right. and, and And the trip about it is we ended up becoming good friends, you know? He joined mm-hmm. the party crew, and it was nice. See, let me tell you something, man. Right now that you said that, the shit we've been talking about. So you already know, like, I, I was in the Navy, right? I, I, like, went on deployments and whatnot. Yeah. And I when, I when I went on deployments, when I was in boot camp, when I was in uh, the training, you know, A school, whatever. Yeah. Um, I met a lot of people from other states like uh, Kentucky, Indiana, um, Texas, like different, different states, right? Yeah. And they listen to hip hop music a lot. They listen to a lot of like hood music. And when I tell them, yeah, man, I grew up in LA, I'm from South Central, like they always go, oh, what? What the fuck? You're from South Central? Like I know this kid. I know this kid, I forget. Oh, he's from Texas, right? And uh, he listens to a lot of, like, West Coast music. Yeah. And uh, when he found out, like, I was from from L.A. Oh, shit, bro, you from South Central? You got to take me over there. I was like, yeah, man, whatever you want. So a lot of people, I found out that a lot of people, they, they look at us and they go, Oh shit, man! That's you know that's where Snoop Dogg's from. That's where Ice Cube's from. That's where Easy is from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and to them, it's like uh, like something to be admired. To us, it's everyday life. Yeah. Uh, like I don't listen to hip hop anymore, bro. I don't listen to fucking NW. I mean NW every now and then, but I don't listen to yeah. new hip hop. I listen to a lot of shit, and the reason I don't listen to that is because, look, I moved out of L.A., right? Yeah. And I think about those times, the the shit that we went through, you know, where you just talked about getting hit up, and that was a reality in our life, man. Like, the reality of our life was very different from other people. We had to worry about trying to go to school and running into some fuckhead, you know, on our way to school. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are you from? You know, like trying to start problems, mm-hmm. trying to fight us, shootings, mm-hmm. you know, all that gang activity. Life was very, very different for us. So when I hear rap music, when I hear hip hop music, and I hear all that shit, I don't want to hear about it, man. I don't care about it, bro. I live that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, bro. And, and it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Like, I don't know if you remember, uh, there was this, what was the kid's name? Um. Oh fuck! I'm trying to remember. Oh, Ob, Ob, Ob. Whatever. Oh, I'm sure you knew plenty crazy. of people. Yeah. But there was. I knew plenty of people at at school yeah. that got killed, you bro. Did. That got shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You knew you knew you knew Obi, right? Yeah. There was plenty. Yep. Yep. There were plenty of people at school that got shot, that got killed. Yeah. I know plenty of people that that are incarcerated, that went to jail, that are addicted to drugs, that are till this day walking the streets, addicted to crack, addicted to, to, you know, to meth, whatever. It's crazy, bro. Like that's the world we came from. So, you know, a lot of times I, I like people will call me like whitewash. They'll be like. Because I listen to country music, I listen to classic rock, and yeah. and sometimes like you know people will be like, oh you know you're whitewashed. No, I'm, it's not that I'm whitewashed or whatever. I'm not even thinking about that. Is that dude? I lived through that fucking pain, man. I lived through going, going through through the hood life, you know. And it's not pretty, bro. It's not something that that should be romanticized. It's not something that that should be glorified, you know. I'm. I agree with you a million, a, a million, because, mm-hmm. bro, like, you know, it's it's real, man. I mean, it if for me to 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 have, bro, for me to for me to have nightmares of somebody having a gun in the back of my head, bro, going mm-hmm. to school, a dream, a dream. All right, that that shows a lot, bro. I look back, damn, that that's not normal, man. That's no, it's not. Normal. Because we're walking, we're not just we're not just walking and going to school and be like, all right, we're gonna go to school. No, like we're walking and we have to look in our surroundings at all times. We don't know if a car might pull out a strap. We don't know if we're gonna get hit up. We can get hit up in every block that we walk. There's mm-hmm. always, always, always something that can happen and expect the unexpected and that's that and that's not including the game banging that goes inside the school like mm-hmm. you know um it, it it's not a it's not a it's not a, a, a normal environment if i if 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 that make if i can get the words right you know like it's it's not something to glorify you know the game banging and all that it's not something to glorify and that's one thing that um you know, I, I hear everything that you're saying, bro. I hear you. I listen to country music too, man. Um, I listen to, I'm open to everything because uh, I, I think it's just, you know, like you say, you you know, certain music and whatnot, like, I don't want to, I'm not there to relive all that sh- that stuff, you know? Because we yeah, had a lot of people that we know got shot, uh, addiction, um, all of that. And it's real. It's very real. Mm-hmm. Very real, <laughs> very very real. It's real, man. Where you from? I don't bang. All right, what you write? I don't write. All right. And um, that was you know being in high school, just in general, you know, like you can be anywhere, and that's what it is, and it is what it is, you know. You know, you know how I joined the. Uh, sorry to cut you off, bro. No, you know ahead. how I, I joined the the tagging crew. Why is that? So so. When so I live next to Jeff, like literally, yeah, like, you're right next to Jeff. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and but when when my mom took me first to enroll me in school, they didn't have yeah. space for me anymore, so they sent my ass to Reseda. And I started going to Reseda, Reseda High School in San Fernando Valley, so that shit was far. So I had to get up earlier, go with, uh, catch the bus, which by the way. 
I hardly ever took the bus to school. I skipped school a lot. <laughs> I was hardly well, ever at school. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I started going to Reseda. And um, I remember one time I made a comment, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm Central American, you know. My family's from Guatemala. That's right. And in Guatemala, MS-13, you know, not to call them out or anything. I don't want to get in trouble yeah. with nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the time... I was like, man, they cause a lot of chaos in our country. So I remember I had told this guy, you know, like, man, you know, MS-13, man, they, they all they do is they wreck our country. Little did I know this guy was from MS-13. Oh, shit. Damn. MS-13, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, shit, wow. my bad, bro. And he punched me in the chest so hard, bro. I mean, when I say this dude was way bigger than me, I mean, yeah. this dude towered over me, bro. He hit me in the chest so hard that I thought he dislocated my heart, bro. And I was like, ah. And this was like, after school, I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, oh, shit. And I remember I knew a guy named Indio, uh, Alex. They used to call him Indio. Yeah. And he was like, I told him, hey, man, this big ass fool's going to fuck me up after school, man. I'm kind of low-key scared. He's like, I'm going to introduce you to my homies, bro. He's like, I, I got some homies that can back you up. And I was like, cool. He introduced me. I don't know if you remember Juventino. Yeah, he sounds familiar, too. Okay, Juventino, Chavez. Like, it, it was it was two brothers. Uh, they were they were always down, bro. Like, these, motherf- yeah. these two motherfuckers, like, straight up fucking down to fight anybody yeah. bro so yeah. he introduced me to those two they were like hey man what's up bro you got problems i said yeah this motherfucker's over here trying to fuck me up after school man i don't want to fight i'm not about that life they were like stick with us we got your back so that's how i got into that fucking party i'm not the party crew the tagging crew yeah later everybody from the tagging crew started joining um uh, 38 or bms uh there was a, another hood and I didn't want to be part of that. I didn't want to join, so I got jumped out, you know. Okay. But that's that's around the time where I met you. But yeah, that's how I met them. Yeah. But it all started because I accidentally opened my mouth and said something that it, that got mad, and they were trying to fuck me up, you know. So, like that's what it is like in the hood, bro. Like you just gotta find a way to survive, man. Like you either you find a way to survive by joining a group. That's going to have your back, or you write solo, but you better be a fucking badass because you're gonna get down with a lot of people by yourself, you know? Yeah. So that's what it was, man. And and to me, I wasn't about that life, bro. I grew up in church. I grew up with, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I, I didn't grow up like being a badass, bro. I I was just, you know, I was I was a little fucking fucking little chavala, you know, and and uh, and all of a sudden this big ass was threatening me. I was like, damn, I need backup, man. I need somebody to back me up. And that's how I got into that life, man. Like, you know, it was it was all by me, like, wanting some kind of protection. Okay. You know, you know something? It's crazy how you say that because, you know what? When I when I moved, when I went to that school, bro, mm-hmm. like, I was looking for good friends, bro. Like, I was looking for good friends. And uh, honestly, man. I feel like when I met you, I met Brian, and, and I gotta remember, you know, Brian is the one that hit me up. Where you from? Yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. it's about to 
get down right here in the hallway. Like he's banging on me right now, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, and um, but you know, thanks to you, man. Like it, it worked out. You know, I think it was meant to be, and um, and we ended up becoming good friends. Um, and you know, one one thing I like, one of many things I like about you, bro, was that you were very positive, man. You were very just chill. I mean, you did mention to me that you you were getting you you know you're changing some habits, yeah, and uh, and that you knew and I, I did see that you knew a lot of people from different locations, right? Uh, and, and and I mean I'm talking people that are that can terrorize your day every day, right? Uh, and they're about that life, and um, um, but you know one thing I like about it, bro, it was that you know we we will hang out, we'll meet up at lunch and whatnot, we'll, we'll party, crew, we'll talk about party and you know what we go, what we doing after school. All right, bro, for show, sure. you know. And I, I, I just I I saw the good in you, bro. Like to me, it was like, man, he's not out there game banging, he's not out there doing. We're just some some high schoolers, and we're having fun, man. That's all. Trying to fucking survive you know, the hood, bro. It's a distraction out of South Central, you know. To me, was like fuck. I can't be. I can't be hanging out outside. Like this is like I can't be outside really hanging out because if I go to another block, it's a neighborhood. Yeah. But when I go to the mm-hmm. fire parties, to me was like a freedom. To me was like nobody's there to. Game bang, nobody's there. Everybody's there just to have a good time. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. Once in a while the knucklehead snuck in. You yeah. Know, once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. And it's all gravy. But aside from that, everybody was always just trying to keep it very chill and kick back. And it was just fun, you know, just getting to know people and um networking. Networking yeah. and um and I th- and I thought that was nice, bro. Like um I, I used to like going, bro, one of the things that I used to like going to because I used to see a lot of fools. A lot of those, bro, badass outfits, bro. Like, oh yeah, I, you know, yeah, yeah. We, you know, my my style back in the day, bro. They used to call me neon. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, bro. I was always matching. I used to match my hat, my shoes, my shirt. I always make sure I was fresh. I always ironed my clothes since high school. Like, I always make sure that I was on point, bro. Like, I used to get up early as fuck just to iron my shit. You were the only one that I know of. You were the only one in school, bro. And Jeff, that was always matching. Always every, matching. Every day, bro. Every day. And I used to get in trouble for that, too, because different gangs, you know, I used to wear, like, all red, all all green, all purple, all blue. And different gangs, he said, I, bro, I was, I was, like, gambling my fucking safety, bro. You were? You were? Looking back, yeah, absolutely. yeah, because because like legit, like if I were all red, like the Crips, hey homie, you know, fuck, yeah. fuck bloods. If I were all blue, the the bloods would be like, hey, fuck Crip, homie. If I were all purple, they'd be like, fuck Crape Street, homie. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. wear shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, fact. But I was that kid, man. I was like, I used to like gambling with danger, bro. I would always be like, fuck it, homie. No one's gonna tell me what color I can't wear. I'm gonna wear this color because I like it. Fuck you. And the, and you know what? It's crazy how you say that because it is fucking nice to wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Bro, nowadays I can do that, bro. Nowadays I can do that. Like, Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I, I had a friend, bro, at school. He lived in a in a certain neighborhood out there. He uh-huh. couldn't wear, he couldn't, he could not wear red, bro. Not even a red shoelace. 
Not even a red watch, nothing on the block, right. bro. Because they said, hey, man, this is not tolerated on this neighborhood. And it, he was not getting really, it was just, you cannot wear that color. That's it, man. Like, yeah. you happen to live in that block, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. And, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, damn, it's it's good to, to feel, you know, to have that, those options where now, you know, grown and whatnot, you know, you get to wear whatever the fuck we want to wear and, you know, enjoy life. A couple of things I want to, I want to pick your memory. I'll see if you remember these two things. One of them yeah. was the, the black versus uh, Mexican riots that were happening in schools. Oh shit. I remember. You remember that. where that shit started? I remember when it happened in our school. It started at Jeff, bro. Yeah, I remember, bro. That was the first school that started the riots. Then it 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 spread throughout all the different because of of Jeff, they created Santee. You remember that? Yeah. Santee, yep. Do you remember the story of of that first riot? Yep. I was there, bro. I was there when that that first when that riot happened, they brought the SWAT. And the I first riot? Uh I I want to say it was the first riot, but then I could be wrong. It might have been like uh, one of the first few. Was um, it the, the one in the football field? The one? In, oh, no. So, you know what? I wasn't there on that one. I wasn't okay. there. Nope. Not Cause I want to say the first riot that ever broke out was in the football field. It was between yes. two girls. I heard about that one. Yep. Yeah. And the one that so, passed out, it was my friend, too. Really? Yeah. His name was Miguel. He uh, his name was Miguel. He got hit, and uh, they had to take him to to the hospital because they 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 uh, they got him really good. Mm-hmm. There was a riot, and he just he said he was thugging, man. He's like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So there was a there was a series of riots for those of you listening. I yeah. don't know what the fuck we're talking about. There was a series of riots that started. Um, I I could almost swear. I I can't verify for sure, but. It started at Jeff, the first, the very first one, and then it spread out through a bunch of different high schools. But it's even like if you YouTube like South Central High School riots, you can find those videos. Wow, Tom Jefferson High School riots. Yeah, mm-hmm. it started with some gang members, but it was the blacks and the Mexicans got into a, a nasty fucking riot, man. Like we're talking, everybody was fucking hitting each other, man. Like throwing hands, you know, everybody. When yeah. I say riot, every fucking body caught some hands, bro. Like, <laughs> it wasn't pretty, bro. It, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Um, did you happen to be in the in the riot, in one of those riots? Like, um, yeah, bro. I, I, every single time, I fucking, like, everyone left school. I, bro, I was dodging punches. I was like, Going under, I yeah. fucking left school, bro. I went home. I live right across the street from from yep. the school. Like a minute away, yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, "Fuck this, bro. I ain't part of this. I ain't game banging." I was like, "Fuck that." I dodged some hits, bro. Someone, someone tried to throw a hit at me, bro. I dodged that shit. I kept going. I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Hey, it's crazy. It's crazy how you say that. Because when I was there, when that happened, it was during lunch, mm-hmm. and I'm and I, bro, I'm only five feet. <laughs> I'm only five feet, bro. I'm like, I'm only five feet. Maybe the tallest, five feet, one and a half. I have nothing a good wrong, day. bro. And, 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 
and my and mind you, bro, I'm I'm over here getting my lunch right, all peaceful. I'm walking. <laughs> Next thing you know, bro, I see I see I see fights. I'm like, oh shit, it's breaking off. Like I'm a, I must I'm gonna go around it, you know. Next thing you know, bro, I see, you know, it was Mexicans around uh, uh, among blacks, right? Yeah. So, you know, bro, I see I see blacks looking at me, bro, and honestly, bro. It, 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 it looking back, bro, and I, even at that time, bro, like there were some. Pe- not everyone's involved in it. Not everyone, and nobody. Like I'm, I'm. There's a certain percentage I felt that it was about that game being in life, but mm-hmm. a lot of them, bro, they just want to be peaceful. Like just they're not yeah. into that shit, you know. And right. I ran it, bro. There was this one guy. He was like six feet, bro. Like two, three females. I as I'm walking, bro, they're looking at me. And I told them, I'm not here for that. I told them, like, that's not me. I'm not here for that. So they 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 did the same thing, bro. And we stood against the wall, bro. Like, the ones that were not involved, we stood against the Like, we, we were standing on the, like, right there in front of the wall. And mm-hmm. um, and we just waited till uh, law enforcement showed up. And we're just looking at everybody, bro. Everybody is getting down. SWAT came in. You name it, bro. And then we just went to class and then carry on. And like every other day in South Central, bro, you'll hear gunshots every other so often. And um, and that was it, you know. I remember after that, you weren't allowed to wear a white tee to school. Yep, gang related. You couldn't wear a white tee. Obviously, red and blue were out the window. But you couldn't wear yeah. white. And I, I don't know about, I don't know if you could wear black. But yeah. I re- that's that's when Jeff started putting out those green shirts, the uniform shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, it was gang related. Anybody that wore white t-shirts, they didn't want any of that happening. So it was crazy, bro. That's that's that Jeff life. Yes, sir. Quick question for you, my boy. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have anything to do? Do you have to go to bed now? No, I'm good. Okay. All right, stand by for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna run out for like thirty seconds. I'm gonna come back and then we're gonna get into a new topic that I'm gonna talk to you about. For sure, for sure. Go for it. Right. Uh if you want, bro, keep my listeners entertained, talk to them, tell them something. I always okay. like to do that and have a guest. And All I'll right. be back. All right, bet. Damn, some wild, wild stories. That's South Central Life, you know. Is that South Central Live? Mario in the house. That's wild. That is very wild. I seen that uh he had a old picture of him uh in his uh social media with the LA hat, the three X tall pro clubs. <laughs> Pretty wild. And hey, I'm back. All right. Good looking, bro. I was I was saying that uh, I remember you wearing uh you know back back then in style it was the three XL tall pro clubs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, bro, I'm only five feet one, bro, and wear, <laughs> I used to wear three X tall, bro. Not three X tall, yep. Three X tall. We were in a fucking dress. Bro, I don't know, man. Oh, it's wild. 
But um, okay, so we talked about a little bit about the hood, about the hood life, you know, growing up in South Central. Right. Um, so now I want to get to you now. So you were one of the first people that I know that left uh, the hood. You know, you, you first you went to Azusa, right? Yeah, yeah, I went to Azusa. You, after. you stayed in California. But that was when you first left left the hood. Then you left the Susan, you went to AZ, Arizona. So yeah. I look at you now and I see you you're a business owner. You're you're five foot tall, but you're far, you you I've seen your videos, man. Like you're getting down in jujitsu. I think you're doing some MMA, right? You're throwing hands too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see you doing your thing, bro. You're working now, you're looking buff. You know, I'm like, damn, like, you know, you might be five foot tall, but you five foot of fucking danger, bro. I sort of got so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a different Omar that I met back in the day, you know, more, uh, you know, more responsible. So I'm really interested to know, because I always tell my listeners, I always tell them, look, it doesn't fucking matter where you came from. There is no excuse, literally no excuse for you to forever remain in your position. You know, if you grew up a little bit, you know, in a in a middle class family or with better conditions, then there's definitely no excuse. But if you came from our world or or you know, lower, like yeah. there's no excuse for you not to make something of yourself. Now, yeah. you're a South Central kid, you're from LA, you started from the bottom. Now you're a business owner, you have a house out there in AZ, right? You're you're doing your thing, you have you, you have your kids. Tell me a little bit about your life and tell me how you got started. Tell me what drove you to want to have a business. How did you even think about that? And, you know, where your business is now? Like, I, I'm really interested to know about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. Um, so, um, shoot, I'm even going to share my blessings that I it, uh, I got yesterday, too. And it has mm. to be related with the business. So, yeah, you know, like, like you said, um, you know, I, I lived in, in L.A., I lived in Azusa, uh, I lived in Azusa, L.A., Azusa, and, you know, I lived in Section 8, bro, you know, also, too, I lived in Section 8, and uh, it's crazy because I was listening to one of your podcasts, and it's wild how they, we can get accustomed to things that we can get easily, you know, why mm -hmm. get something else when we have this, you know, we got Section 8, why, why you know? But anyhow, um, what what drove me to move out of California, bro, was I I wanted to do better in life. You know, I wanted to I wanted to do better in life, bro. I wanted to to do something new in life, man. Like you know, and I was very fortunate. I had my dad over here, and um, he's like, "Hey, come over here. Don't worry about it." I'm like, "Look, I want to get me a place, me." Um, the wifey and, um, you know, my, my daughter where I want to get a place, you know, I want to get a place. Um, I cannot afford it over here. Um, and I need to make a change. So I went for air conditioning. I did security throughout the years, security, security, security. And you know what? Um, one day, bro, I just said, man, I need to make a change, right? I went from one job to another, one job to another, getting races and, and whatnot, different careers. And then I just said one day, I'm like, damn, man, 
I want to do something among myself. I feel like I have more potential. I feel like I got potential within myself. Mm-hmm. So that's where it all started, bro. It all started there. Um, I just went for it. I said, what well, well, sounds good to me that I can do and do something about myself, like build myself up. And I said, man, window cleaning sounds fun to do, you know? And um, and I did my research, bro. I got into social media with window cleaners, and we started connecting. And, um, bro, uh, I kid you not, bro, within less than three months, bro, I had a big job all by myself, no experience. I just did my own house. Um, I did my house windows, and um, I practiced there, bro. And then I went out there, and I put myself out there cleaning windows and you know, yeah, I uh, had, you know, got two houses, bought one household one, bought the other house, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience. And then, you know, um, did the window cleaning, and now, bro, like, I do that. I'm working on my route, working on my commercial route business, and here's the blessing, bro. Um, Tell me. The the I want to share the blessing to to you and everyone that's listening, and uh, and I call it a blessing, bro, because uh, it's a blessing. It's something beautiful, you know. Um, to me, I, I feel very thankful. Um, I I've been passing out business cards, bro, focusing on commercial routes. I I got my account and um, passing out business cards, bro. And uh, I got I got called by one of the rest very well known restaurants out here in Arizona, and the gentleman um, he wants me to get all his five locations. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, bro, to to get them clean. So um, I told him, you know what? For me, it will be a pleasure. Let's make it happen. And um, and I told him a little. I, I told him about what I'm about. And uh, he told me what they're all about, which I like what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so um, I said, let's do it. I like that. And um, so I'm going to be starting uh, adding five uh, extra five extra routes in my monthly uh, routine of I'm work. And um, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm, um, I'm just networking and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. just persistency and just staying positive and um everything you know everything falls into place you know um right. is that positivity for me that helps me get through the process and uh and that's what drives me bro just so what what uh, what about window cleaning like why is it that you chose window cleaning oh oh window cleaning all right uh well window cleaning bro cuz i like to work by myself man I, i'm a people mm-hmm. person Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to know more of myself, and what I've come to learn is that I, I like to work. But I, I work better when I'm by myself. Right. And I, I, I'm a people person, bro. Like I can talk to anyone, but I like I'm a I'm a person that can work by myself, and I can I, I can I, I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. It doesn't feel like work, yeah. and I love that. I love that feeling. I love right. that feeling. Knowing that I enjoy cleaning the window, and it might sound like what clean window. Like when I heard it, it was like what? But it's it's so satisfying. Window cleaning is not a necessity; it's a luxury. Right. 
And um, so when I go and clean these windows in residentials, even residentials, bro, uh, I'm going through million-dollar mansions um, or high-value uh, residentials, you know. And uh, I get to see the people that are successful in life, mm-hmm. you know. I, I get to meet people that are um, mm-hmm. that lived a different life than than we did, you know, than the people that live in Section Eight or the people that live that grew up in a, in, in LA, and you know, it's it's very a different lifestyle, and it inspires me because it's like, man, it's so nice to see people out there succeeding, and I'm cleaning their windows and. Um, it's a beautiful feeling to just to network with people. It's one of the ways, right? For me, at least, I, I just have a passion for it, man. I do. I do. It's it's something that I really enjoy doing. I I can get up and go to work and not be dragging for me. I look forward to it. That's beautiful, man. And that's um that's one thing I always tell people because. I've been around, like, I've bounced all over the place, job from job to job. Don't get me wrong, you know, I'm not doing bad. Um, you know, I'm definitely doing way better than I was, you know, when I was in L.A. Yeah. But um, that's one thing I always tell people, you know, when people ask me, you know, well, what career are you going to go for? You know, you should have a career already, you know. I used to work for the government. I used to work for the federal government. And people are like, why would you leave that job? You have a pension. You have, you left the retirement. And my answer is always, look, man, like, I didn't enjoy that. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy the job with my friends, but it's not, I felt like it wasn't my calling. You know, like, I I want to achieve the same thing that you have achieved. And this is why I like talking to people like you, people who who have changed your perspective. Change, people have come from the same place that I came from and have found something that they enjoy doing in life, right? And so for me, a lot of people walk around with that stress of what, what career am I supposed to have? I haven't found a career. Maybe you're not a career person. Maybe you're not a job person. Maybe you're, you're meant to start a business. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you're, you know what I mean? There's different avenues to succeed in life other than having a, a job that you retire from after 20 years. <laughs> you know, uh, I was, you know, like the whole Navy thing, I could have, I could have done 20 years in the Navy. I could have reenlisted and, and been in the active duty side, you know, and reenlisted and, and made a career out of it. I didn't want that. I, I, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to abide by anybody's rules. And I understand fully what you mean when you, when you say that, I don't want to abide by nobody's rules. I want to abide by my rules, you know. And I love the whole concept of starting your own business of being your own boss. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work. I'm sure you put in a lot of hours, you know. But at the end of the day, it's fulfilling because it's your business. It's your call. It's it. it the success of it is determined by how much work you put in personally. You know, mm-hmm. so dude, I've always admired you. I remember I met you when you were just not. Now I met you. I last time I spoke to you, you were barely starting this window washing business, and you were like, "Yeah, I just bought my first machine." You were so excited, and then mm-hmm. I, I catch up to you. What five years later? Yeah, and I look at you, bro. Now you're getting commercial routes, and like 
dude, I'm fucking proud <laughs> of you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. You know, um, it, it is it is work, but you know what? I said to myself, um, I I I gotta do what makes me feel good and happy. You know, um, and um, you know, I I think where I'm at, where well, where I'm at in my life right now is where I'm like. This is what I want to do. This is what makes me happy, and this is what right. I want. And so, um, I, I always look for a good feeling in a very positive way. And when I say good feeling, I look for things to feel. I look to do things that make me feel good, like say working out, doing MMA makes me feel good. Going for a run makes me feel good. Reading makes me feel good. Um, learning about myself makes me feel good how can I become a better person makes me feel good so Mm -hmm. yes I I like to be my own boss I like to do things my way because I know my potential you know and and that's my way of looking at it Uh, um, my way of looking at it when it comes to what inspires me to do what I do Um, I do have three kids you know and uh, Mm -hmm. I want the best for them and for myself and everyone around me you know and um and so, you know, I, I think what what it boils down to is do what we what we enjoy doing. You know, find find something that we like. I find something that makes me feel good. I I, I do. I I have a job, and I'm working on my on my route business. I'm I'm working another job, a full time job, a forty hours a week job. But, oh uh, shit. Yeah, and aside from that, I'm getting my, I'm working on building my commercial route, you know, and I'm doing it. I mean, I, I, uh, at this point in my life is where I'm like, okay, well, I build this route. Should I let it go? Should I let go of the full-time job and just stick to my, my, my route business where I got my residentials and commercials? I'll, I'll write it off a little bit more, you know. I'll write it off. I got some plans I'm working on. And I'm very blessed to be able to stay, to be healthy um, and be able to physically be able to do things, right? So mm. I just keep that momentum going, bro. It, it, it is work. I put in work on my every day, bro. Pass out business cards. Every day I get my hustle on. Every day I'm out there. Um, I'm busy. But you know what? I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. And I'm happy. I wake up with eager to want to work. Right. What's the name of your business for those people in Arizona who need their windows yeah. washed? Oh, absolutely. So I, I look. So it's Regosa Window Cleaning. Regosa Window Cleaning. I do window cleaning. I do solar panels. Solar panel cleaning too. No shit. Yeah, solar panel cleaning and uh, window cleaning. Um, screen repairs, screen cleaning. Um, yeah. So Regoza, R A Y G O Z A. Correct. Yep. Okay. Regoza window cleaning. If you're in Arizona, what part of Arizona are you in? I'm out here in the West Valley. Off West Indo. Valley. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're in the West Valley of Arizona, you're listening to this and you need your windows washed, I know the perfect man. This man has work. I can vouch for him. Yeah. I appreciate Believe it. me, this man has. Crazy work ethic. He'll he'll wash the shit out your windows. 
Thank you, thank you. And even, hey, man, I, I know people all over, even California, man. Uh, we got, we, it's great people, man. It's it's just, let me know. Arizona's a place to be. I love Arizona and California, too, you know. That's where it's what's, at. Um, what's your social media so people can find you, you know, in case they want, want yeah, to see so, more about your business? Absolutely. So right now, um, I got uh, my Instagram. It's Regosa, R-A-Y-G-O-Z-A, Window Cleaning. Um, you'll find me there. Uh, also on my Facebook will be Regosa Window Cleaning. Um, I have those for now. And uh, if you ever need anything, any work or just want to network or you need some help with window cleaning, if you're a window cleaner um, and you need some help with work, you, you want to take some time off or whatnot, contact me. I'll be more than welcome to do to help you out, help you out. Um, you just started TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually did. <laughs> yes. So, how can people find you on TikTok? So yeah, um, so we got. Are you trying to find your TikTok? Hello? I think we lost the connection, guys. Hold on. Move, move. Oh, I need fire. All right, hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mario. Okay. Thank you. Oh, shit, you sound louder now. What? What did you do different? I'm not sure. I, we, we just logged out and logged back in. <laughs> oh, shit, it sounds way louder now. Sheesh. Yeah, I hear you good, too. Shoot. Oh, man. Well, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back now. That's right. That's right. Um, anyways, <laughs> you're talking fucking my dog is chirping right now. He's he wants to be petted. He said, Come here. <laughs> um, anyways, you were talking about your TikTok. What's your TikTok yeah. username? 
Yeah, so uh, go ahead. It's Team El Loco Loco. So uh, Team El Loco with the C. Um, and then the second word will be with the K. El Loco Loco. Team El Loco Loco. Team uh, El, El Loco Loco. Loco. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you guys want to check out his TikTok account, if you want to see him in action with his friend, he has the partner, right? Yes, that's correct. Follow us there. Um Follow him, watch him work, and um, yeah, guys, fucking ugh. get to know. We're me. making a out here. Yes. Um, I want to start. A, I want to start a business, bro. I've been I've been thinking about it for a long time. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this little business venture that I want to start. There's two that I'm thinking about. And I don't know which route to go. Uh huh. So, go ahead. One, and I'll tell you why. One business venture that I wanted wanted to get into was towing. Okay. I wanted to buy a tow truck and start towing. And I'll I'll explain to you why. Okay. There's a memory that always comes to my mind. Yeah. When I was when I was a little kid, I want to say like six, seven years old. And I still remember this shit. <laughs> okay, let's say more like seven, eight years old. <laughs> yeah. My mom, her she we always drove old cars. You're, we were fucking poor, right? Yeah. So my mom always had an old car. Her little old bucket, it stopped running in the highway. And we were stranded in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was scared. I was a little kid. You know, I'm seeing all these cars zoom by and I'm like, fuck, you know. You know, as a little kid, you get scared of shit. So my mom calls this... Uh, she called a tow truck. I don't know. I don't know how she got the number. I don't remember the specifics, but all I remember is as a little kid watching this man pull up in a tow truck, I felt like a superhero had just shown up. I felt like Batman showed up. Yeah. And I remember seeing him and feeling a sense of relief and being like, Oh my God, he gets there. He gets out with his uniform on, you know, his, his, his blue coveralls gets out of the tow truck you know, gets us out of the freeway, takes us to a safe place. He waited until he, he uh, my mom called a cab. He waited until the, the taxi driver got there and, you know, to, to keep my mom and myself company, right? Yeah. He even gave me a, a chocolate bar and, you know, like he, uh, like he came through, you know, he was a really good person and, you know, you know, I always remember that, and I always thought about that growing up. And I was like, man, like tow truck drivers, uh, people who are um, roadside assistants, like they're real life superheroes, man. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. face, bro, they face a lot of danger when they pull up. They're changing your tire on the side of the road. They have little space to work with. You know, maybe your tire blew out. Maybe they're getting you. Maybe they're getting you a new battery. Whatever happened to your car on the side of the road, when they show up, you feel a sense of relief. And I, I've always, I'm a people person in the sense that I feel empathy towards people. I'm not yeah. a people person in the sense that I'm very outgoing and so, and social. I'm a people person. Oof, a memory that I have of you and I, which on the same topic. I don't know if you remember this. There was a time. When you and I were walking from school and a truck, a uh, pickup truck, this old man, 
he dropped a bunch of tires on on the intersection. I don't know if that brings back a memory. Oh, damn. But me and you, we stopped, and we helped this old man put his tires back in the back of his pickup truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe I do. I don't, I don't know if you remember that, but... No, I do. And, and he was like, thank you, because every other every other kid that was walking home that day, they started laughing, they kept walking, they didn't give a fuck. Me and you, we stopped, and we helped them get his shit back on his truck. So, anyways... I've always been that type of person. You're that type of person. Yeah. You know, we, we have empathy and we help people in need, right? That's our calling. So um, going back to that, that's the reason why I've always thought about a tow truck company. Like, oh, I, I, I want to be that guy. I want to be a superhero one day that shows up and there's this little kid with his mama on the side of the road and they're scared. You know, the little kid might be worried, scared. And here I come. Don't worry, little guy. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to get you on this truck. I'm going to get you guys out of danger and take you to safety. You know? That's awesome. Uh, that's, that's one business venture. Another one is moving. Like, I thought about buying a, uh, a 16-footer, you know, a truck, and uh, starting a moving company. Like, I, I want to start a business, but I'm just – I've already had two businesses. Okay. You know, and – you know, both of them obviously it it didn't go as good as I wanted them to. So third time's a charm. I want to start a new business. I've been looking into a business venture, and those are the two that I've had on my mind for a while. Wow, tow truck and moving company. Yeah, you know what, bro? That's 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 uh, you got some you got some big things going on there, and that's fun. You know, the tow truck alone, like you mentioned it about being like the superhero for some, some kid, you know, um, um, and, and just, it left them, it, it left a good mark on you when that happened on your end. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's a priceless memory, you know, and I can just imagine, you know, you doing that and how it can help. You know, say a kid or, or anyone in need, you know, man, what a great guy, especially with the great personality. It makes a big difference, you know. Right. And being, uh, you know, so along with moving companies, shoot, man, I know now it's it's a, it's a good business out there for sure. For oh, sure. yeah. Yep. Damn, brother. Well, man, Mario, bro, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And um, I know that whatever choice you make is going to be a great one. Uh, you always, always, always been a great person and, and a great personality. I don't know, man. If this, if people that are listening here, they get to know you in person, man. It's a whole different ballgame in a very positive way. Uh, you're very humble, bro. And I feel like... Um, you're very humble, and I, I feel I'm looking forward to meeting with you in person um, because uh, in person it's just a blast, bro. With you, it's a blast. Yeah. You know, you always had integrity. You always have in you always had integrity, bro. That's one thing I, I, I liked about you, and uh, very respectful, humble, and empathy for sure. I hear that. I've seen that a lot, many, many times from you. Let me uh, 
Let me finish up with a couple things, and then I'll give you. I'll give you the. Yeah, I'll pass the mic to you. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. A couple of things I want to say before I go. First of all, um, first I want to send a big shout out and thank you to my supporters, the people that listen, that tune in. Um, you know, all 20, 30, 40 that come in and, and listen to what I have to say. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, the subscribers that I have, the people that have been supporting financially, uh, donating, uh, thank you. You guys don't understand the, the the impact that you're making on my life. Those extra $10 that I get, uh, that extra money that I get per month right now, I, as, as you know, I just bought a house and there's a lot of spending. I'm sure you know, Omar, that goes into buying a house. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm recovering from that spending. I'm recovering from all that. I'm not financially hurting in terms of, of uh, not being able to to pay my my mortgage and shit, but I am at the point where I'm, I'm eating Hot Pockets and ramen noodles every day. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not, it's not pretty. And when I do eat steak, it's from Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree's, Dollar Tree, shout out to fucking Dollar Tree. They got some good steak. That's right. <laughs> That's where it's but, at. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, you know, it's been rough. You guys that have been financially supporting you guys, I owe you a, a big one, man. Once I get back on my feet, every single one of you guys will get a gift card from me. I swear to God. Uh, if you donated, or if okay, if you go on Spotify or whatever platform you listen on, and you look in the description, once you click on an episode and you look in the description of the episode, it'll have a link. With that link, you can click on it to my podcast. Now, it'll subscribe you to a monthly payment, a monthly subscription. If you only want to do it once. It'll send you an email once you make a payment. You can cancel, and it won't charge you for the next month. If you don't cancel, it'll charge you every month whatever amount you gave me that day. Okay, so I'm just letting you guys know because I don't want nobody to to be on a subscription without knowing. Okay, so if you say you you contributed ten dollars. Next month, it'll charge you $10 again. If you don't want to do that, make sure you go back to your email and you cancel that subscription. If you don't mind, I highly appreciate the monthly contribution. It makes a huge difference. You can you can contribute $1 every month, 5 and $10 every month. Having that said, um, if you haven't, Please consider dropping a dollar, dropping five dollars or ten dollars to this podcast. It keeps me going. It keeps the podcast going. It keeps me, uh, you know, being able to bring on these these uh, these guests like Omar tonight. Uh, it keeps me, you know, being able to buy the proper uh, hardware that I need, the microphones, the sound panels, everything that I need to be able to give you guys quality content. Uh, moving on from that guys this is my message to you there is no excuse to be sitting around not moving on not doing something with your life if you're listening to this message today if you've been stagnant if you've been too comfortable 
it's time to get up, get up, and go seek for the the next adventure, the next adventure. Okay, you cannot be sitting on your ass the entire time. There's always room for growth, no matter what. I don't care if it's starting a business, if it's getting a promotion at work, whatever it is. You need to seek that next venture. You need to continue to progress. You cannot stay stagnant. You cannot stay in the same place because, because what that's going to do is going to keep you in the same position. You're always going to be unsatisfied. And you're always going to be blaming everyone else but yourself. Omar. Yes. How do you want to end it? Man, I, I just, you know what? I I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. And to all the supporters um, that are with you, um, man, they're... Uh, I'm just, I'm honored, man. I'm very honored. And, and you know what? I like what you're doing. I like, I love that message that you just sent. It was, wow, um, mind blown. You know, uh, I love it, bro. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great night talk. And, and you know what? It's real out there, you know? Um, let's, let's, uh, you know, anyone that's out there, man, let's get it, man. Let's get this money. Let's take care of ourselves and let's keep the momentum going, you know. Uh, we we can conquer anything that's out there. You just keep it keep it pushing one day at a time and, you know, anything is possible, man. You know, from starting to making a good positive change in life to making, uh, uh, getting a new job, getting a new promotion, like Mario said, let's get it, man. You know, um Mar got great support from Mario and you know uh bro your words are are freaking inspiring bro honestly and that's what that's what's needed bro in in, in life to be able to succeed to surround ourselves with people that are positive and um you know inspiring encouraging and uh that momentum bro it's that energy so let's get it bro look me me and Omar we didn't come like when I tell you we didn't come from from the greatest background, you know. And if if Omar can be out there doing his thing, making it happen for himself, if I, if I can be out here making it happen, if you're listening to this, you're 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 young, you don't know where to go in life. If you're in your early twenties, listen, man. In my early twenties, I had no fucking clue where the hell I was going. I had no idea. I still don't fucking know. I'm in my <laughs> early 30s. I still don't know where the... F <laughs> oh, one thing I do know, one thing I do know that's going to be consistent is I will provide for my family. I will make sure that I'm not stay I'm staying stagnant. Whatever the next venture, whatever the next adventure may be, I will not be stagnant. Those are two things that I know. Everything else will fall into place as I continue to seek for those for those opportunities. Do not stay stagnant. If you're on your fucking games right now, if you're playing video games, if you're watching TikToks or Reels, get off that shit. Start to make money. How do I get this fucking money? Because right now you're sitting down and you're doing something that's not earning you more money. What the fuck are you doing? Get off your ass. 
Go make that money. Go work for it. Go get that next promotion. Think, how do I get the next promotion? How do I set myself up for, for success? You should not be sitting on your ass if you're financially struggling right now. You shouldn't. You should be up. You should be doing something with your life. Cool. Damn. Damn. That that uh spoke volume, bro. And um I gotta say, man, to all the supporters out there, man, listen to Mario, man. This guy is wise, humble, and you know, we're always learning, always learning, you know, always learning. Everybody, you know, and yeah, get up and let's go, man. Let's go. You know, being fit, it doesn't take from one day to another. It's with persistence every day. I use that concept in my business and work, you know, and um, anything is possible, man. We just got to keep focused and enjoy the moment. Let's get it. Let's get fitness, it. Fitness is one thing that can take you to consistency. Oh, Fitness is the one thing. If you apply that mentality to everything else in life, if you're consistent with staying fit, with working out, even if you, even if you're you you you're uh, you know lazy that day, if you're low on energy, stay consistent with your fitness. That mentality would apply to everything else in your life, with business, right, with your job, with your career, fitness will retrain your mind. So you brought up a good point on that. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and um, one last thing. Shout out to T. Do you remember Tito from Ghetto Soldier? Yeah, yeah. Bro, Tito. He's the one that gave me my dog. I, I, bought, I got my dog Devo from him. Yeah. He's doing really good. This dude's um, selling, you know, selling trucks. If anyone's interested, if you're in Central California, you're looking for a car, a truck, Please hit up my boy Tito. Hit me up. I will send you his link. Go get a car from him. This man will hook you up with a nice fucking truck. My boy's doing great. He has a beautiful family, beautiful home. And thanks a lot for Devo, my fucking dog. He's a pain in the ass. He gives me a headache. But I love him to death. Um, Tito's another one that was in that party crew life with us. Yeah. He, I would love to talk to him one of these days on the podcast. He has a lot of stories to share too, but uh, yeah, man, that's where we're at. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you once we get off this shit. Yeah, uh, but let's end it here because we're like over an hour. For sure, brother. Well, hey, let's do it, man. And uh, to all the supporters out there, you guys have a great night. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to what I had to say. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great one and a blast one. All right. All right, Mario. He's out. I'm out. And this was another episode of Whiskey Talk with Mario.